you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. And this week, I wanted to dive in on travel tips for now and in the future. And I know maybe some of you might even be thinking, wait, travel now? I mean, aren't things still locked down? Yeah, actually, a lot of things are still locked down. But as we are seeing, there are a couple of places that are opening up slowly. And uh, it's, it's a really interesting time because... We're certainly seeing, you know, across the, the United States, uh, certainly places in the South that are opening it up, opening up uh, other places in other parts of the country, you know, even the Midwest that are, are able to loosen up a bit. And certainly the big cities like New York or Los Angeles are still pretty much on lockdown, but people are traveling and more so people are also eager to travel in the future. So I wanted to go ahead and and talk about it because I know that maybe you're not traveling tomorrow, but you might be considering, oh, should you maybe travel in two months? Should you wait four months? Maybe it should be six months. There are so many questions that are up in the air, and I do want to address that as a, as a traveler, both domestically as well as internationally as well, too, because I'm sure... Um, as I did, and I'm sure many of you as well had a lot of international travel plans and certainly a lot of things have changed, uh, dramatically since the beginning of the year. So let's go ahead and dive into some tips. Uh, the number one tip, which might seem the most obvious, but it is the most important. Stay informed, just stay informed and don't panic. I really think that you're less likely to panic if you really do your due diligence and just stay informed on the current situation, guidelines by the WHO, the C, uh, CDC, even the State Department. So long as you really do your due diligence and stay informed, you're less likely to panic. Listen to the suggested precautions. Always wash your hands frequently. Avoid touching your face. Also reduce going to places that have large crowds and practice social distancing. That's what we've been doing for so many months. Continue doing it. Just because you're traveling, just because you're going back out, doesn't mean that you should uh, get more relaxed on these. So stay informed. Keep doing what you've been doing. Uh, if you... Um, you know, if you are interested or, or maybe getting the itch or the urge to, to go travel. And then also assess your health honestly. You know, where do you fall in the scheme of things? Are you a high risk, um, you, you know, patient in case you would get sick or, or not? Uh, you know, obviously there's a lot up in the air. That's not to say to have everything all planned out, but it's just to really just be honest with yourself and stay informed. Uh, you also, you really want to consider the whole travel equals ecosystem. Uh, this is something that I, I always encourage people because it's more than just, oh, wow, cool. I can hop on a plane and go to XYZ destination. Well, what are you going to do once you get to that destination? So you really want to consider the whole travel ecosystem, which it's not just flights and it's not just hotels, but it's what to do once you get there. So that being said, um, okay, let me guess. You have a booking for a flight and you haven't canceled it yet. And you are hoping beyond hope that you can get a refund. Okay, 
this is what we're finding. Generally speaking, if the airline cancels first, you will get a full refund. If you cancel a flight, and let's just say maybe they cancel it after, or maybe they don't cancel it, but you have to cancel the flight. But if you cancel the flight, right now they are working with travelers and you will likely just get a travel credit which is pretty good uh, and they're also they've been waiving a lot of change fees or, or cancellation fees so again you will probably get that full amount as a travel credit but if you're wanting to get a refund and you think it's highly likely that they might cancel your flight it really is like a game of chicken and who's going to cancel first and if you can wait you know, and hopefully they cancel the flight, you can get a full refund. So, you know, just something to be mindful of. Ultimately, worst comes to worst, you get a you get a credit. I did that. I had a trip to India. I got a full credit for it. Could I have used the $966? Absolutely. But, you know, look, I have it as a future credit and um, I'm excited for that. So at least I've, I know that I have that tucked away. But, uh, you know, some other things to consider if you really are trying to get a refund is to, and this will be tricky, and there are multiple ways to do this, is to really try and talk to somebody at the airline. So obviously you can try and call. If you're really having a hard time, you can also reach out via social media and Twitter. Always a great way to kind of fast track things. And then let them know why you're canceling. You're canceling because you might have a pre-existing health condition. Uh, You might have to, you know, you might have to provide a doctor's note if that's the case. But um, if If you can just give them a little bit more details, they might even be more likely to work with you and you could increase your chances of getting a refund. Otherwise, hopefully, um, if you're looking to cancel a flight, hopefully they end up canceling your flight and then you can can bank on that. So uh, consider postponing instead of canceling. This is another great, great tip. You know, that's that's the whole thing is, is that right now, it is tricky because we don't really know the immediate uh, timeline of things. But let's just say you had a trip planned for June and you're like, well, this is not likely to happen in July. Maybe it's not likely to happen in August. Maybe it's something that you could push till next year, maybe next February, maybe next March. I'm not saying to push it back necessarily that far, uh, maybe in October. But I would say because this is a big thing that a lot of people are at, when can I when can I travel again? I wish I had that answer. I mean, well, the actual answer is you could travel today. You could travel tomorrow. But as far as travel and have an experience like you had before, that's going to take some time. So if you were okay traveling, knowing that the experience is not going to be like what it was before, then yeah, you can go ahead and travel, but be cautious Make sure to research your destination and, and and really just keep that in mind. So again, uh, going back to consider postponing instead of canceling. This is also just a great way so that you can avoid maybe full cancellations. Again, a lot of companies are really working with travelers, but maybe postpone and just buy yourself some time so that you don't have to worry, so that you don't push it back to August and then find yourself in August being like, oh no, I have to postpone again. So just give yourself the room and and don't really rush it, you know, because the destination is going to be there at whenever we're going to be able to travel again. So don't, don't rush it and know that you'll get there eventually. Another tip, wait to book. Uh, this is another great one. 
and this kind of goes based off of what I just said, we don't know what the current situation is. So let's just say there's something that you want to go do in October. Maybe don't buy your ticket just now. You know, you can. If you see like a really low airfare, you can. But I would absolutely look into what the cancellation fees are and the policies in regards to that. But if you can wait to book, I just think that that'll be smart because in the back of your mind, the last thing you want is to have a plane ticket and have a a hotel booked. And in a couple months, you might have to cancel. Hopefully, by the way, that is not the case. But again, so many things are up in the air that I would just wait if you can, unless you find a really, 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 really amazing deal, then lock it in. Uh, Consider a staycation or road trip. This is another... Uh, another great tip for right now. I mean, I kind of discussed it on last week's uh, uh, episode that right now what we are looking at is domestic travel. So road trips are key. Uh, so you can definitely go someplace within a you know 300 mile drive of where you live. But I'd also say consider a staycation. Depending on where you live, and certainly if you're in a big city, there are so many fantastic hotels. And they're so eager and and excited to have you join them. And a lot of these hotels are actually offering discounts to people that live in and around the area. So take a look into that. I know it might not be a full um, escape, but it's also amazing just what a little bit of a change of scenery can do that you don't have to go that far, but just doing something like a staycation. Uh, and obviously you do your homework again and you make sure that, you know, the hotel is has proper cleaning procedures. They're leaving enough time in, in a room um, between guests uh, checking out and checking in. And you can have a really fantastic time and it's just a nice way to kind of unplug and uh, maybe maybe not get too crazy by going, going somewhere. Uh, so another big tip that I, this by the way, is an evergreen tip. All the time, I always recommend this to travelers. Booked, book direct, book direct with hotels and airlines. Why do you wanna do that? The most obvious reason, if and hopefully that you didn't have to come to terms with this firsthand in the past couple months, is that by booking direct, you're gonna minimize dealing with third-party cancellation fees. Basically, you've got a third party that's helping book for you, so whenever you have to book or change either your hotel or an airline, you're not only having, you're not only at the mercy of the hotel or the airline for a change, but you're also at the mercy of the third party and they can charge you as well. So instead of just being a $200 change fee, just because the airline is charging that, it's 200 plus another 200 for the third party. So next thing you know, you've got a $400 change fee and let's just say your ticket was $600. Well, that doesn't make sense. So always book direct. You can use a third party to research, but then go ahead and book direct. And another, and this is actually the last tip that I want to say. Communicate. Communication is key. Right now, so many things have changed. The destination has changed. Hotels have changed. Airlines have changed. So you want to communicate. Let's say you're uncertain about maybe the safety precautions of a place that, you're, that you'll be staying at. Well, check out the hotel's website. Give them a call. And in fact, that's what I mean by communicate. Call and speak with somebody 
at the hotel directly. Don't just rely on notes made through a booking that you made online, but call and let them know that you have preferences. Maybe you've got allergies. You want to have a room on a high floor. You're sensitive to chemicals, especially right now. If you're sensitive to chemicals, you have to let them know. But let them know this ahead of time because think about it. There's so much work and effort right now that's being put into preparing your room, the room for you, that you once you get to the hotel and let's say, oh, you want a hotel, a room that's facing the mountains or something like this, it's going to be trickier to move things around. And especially if you have those sensitivities, let's say you're, you know, allergic to down and, and you can't have any down in the room well now they have to not only get another room but then switch everything all around and you know that's a lot of extra people and things in the room so you want to be mindful of I mean not only yourself absolutely yourself but then also even the hotel staff so you want to call and speak directly just so that they are expecting you and every single detail or preference that you need they will have it noted and will do the best to accommodate and And along with communication, to just kind of wrap this up, is talk to somebody there to find out what you're going to do. This is a great opportunity for you to speak to somebody like me or like my colleagues, like a concierge. So that's always good. Uh, But communication is, is good because then you can speak to somebody at the front desk and you find out, okay, well, once you're there, what's open? What is there to do? Oh, what do I have to keep in mind? Are there... Are they doing pre, um, you have to always have your tickets booked in advance to go to Disneyland or, or whatever it is. So talk to somebody that's there on the ground because again, they are going to provide you with the knowledge so that you can just better prepare for your trip. And right now, again, when it's a time when there's so much that's uncertain, you really want to have, you really, you really want to just have things as planned out as best as possible, just so that you can have the safest experience possible and and really moving forward especially in the short term but definitely in the long term is that you want to feel comfortable that's why we we, you know we love travel because it is different and we get to explore all these different things but you want to do it in a smart way so um with that I will absolutely I will leave I will leave (laughs) with that I will leave you with Uh, the thought of communicating. So reach out to the destination so you can make sure that everything is all ready for you. Well, those are my tips that I just wanted to to go over with you guys just so that you've got, you can at least start getting in the mindset as far as what travel tips are making sense for you to consider moving forward. And what I love about so many of these is that, yes, they're important now, but they're important all the time. And I think that if you kind of have these best practices, uh, these best practices will really just put you in a, in, you'll just have better travel habits, should one say, moving forward. So, um, so yeah, so those are just my travel tips for now and planning for the future. I hope that you guys learned something new or thought about something in a bit of a different way. And, uh, and I, I will definitely say wholeheartedly, everybody that works in the travel industry will agree with all of these tips. So uh, if you do not work in the travel industry, there you go. We have just given you some major insight so that you can have an epic travel experience whenever you get back on the road again. So that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, uh, 
yeah, I'll prepare something nice and fun for you guys next week as we are coming out of our current situation and and the pandemic. And maybe we'll, not maybe, we will. <laughs> we'll talk about reopening. Reopening is going to be big, especially internationally, but also domestically. So stay tuned till next week. We will cover reopening of the travel industry. Uh, and until then, be sure to say yes to travel. <laughs>